0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Welcome to Future of Flushing. I'm Vito Khaleesi. With me is Jonathan Barron. And you might be thinking to yourself, oh, the cool sounding hip guy is back on the show, John. I did, I did listen back because uh, I didn't have to hear my own voice, so I didn't cringe at the thought. Of having to hear myself on my morning commute, and I did enjoy the JB fifteen.
1: I hoped you would enjoy that intro, and it it appears as if you uh, appears as if you did enjoy that intro. So I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that caught your caught your attention.
0: Well, it, that's like a fun. That is a very fun throwback to like the most. That's the most inside joke um, that you could have made, and John knows I love inside jokes, especially on a public platform, but. Yeah, I missed you too, buddy. And I really liked hearing you talk about the Jets. As I got home, I saw the Jets ended up losing that preseason game. Yeah, I'm totally and back um, out now. To- I'm totally back out. That, that no, dude, come on. We're going to a game. <laughs> nah, we're all in this year, nah. man. I'm, I'm to- I, I
1: mean, for them to blow that game against Cleveland week one of the preseason, <laughs> I was devastated. I'm kidding. Um, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> well, the one thing that we're both all in on, as you all know, who listen to this podcast is Mets player development and food talk, but we're going to stick to mostly Mets player development tonight, I hope. Uh, let's start off with the Syracuse Mets. And you know what? I think we're trying a new format tonight, John, right?
1: Yeah, we're going to, because these uh, these Sunday into Monday episodes, they can be lengthy and, uh, you know, efficiency is great. So we're going to try to go each level, uh, knock out what they did. And you guys can let us know what you think of it. If you like it, comment. Leave us, a, leave us a review on Apple wherever it is you, you listen to your podcast. If you don't, tell us. Maybe we'll go back to the old way. Maybe we'll think of something else. But just trying a few different things out as these weekend recaps
0: are obviously three days' worth of recaps and not just one night. And another thing we're working on is interviews with people from Mets personnel. So we have an interview coming out, which should be in your streams and on YouTube this Tuesday with Drew Toussaint, the director of amateur scouting for the New York Mets. It was a really fun conversation where Drew really took us through the draft process, the scouting process, told us all about the players that were drafted this year and even a bunch about the players who were drafted last year.
1: Yeah, a lot of the names we mention on a nightly basis, Drew and his team are responsible for stocking the Mets system with so much of the talent through the amateur draft. So like Vito said, definitely check that out. A lot of insight. Very, very kind of Drew to take as much time as you did with us, and we are very excited to share that sh- that conversation with everyone out there. So check that out Tuesday. But before that, we've got a whole weekend to recap. So Vito, what do you say we dive right into things?
0: Let's jump right into it. Talk about Friday night where the Syracuse Mets lost 5-1. Carlos Cortez had a hit in two walks. Nolan Clenny and Hunter Parsons both had scoreless outings. So, you know, there's still positives from that 5-1 game. Saturday night, the Syracuse Mets, unfortunately, again, lost 6-3. But big night for Luke Ritter, or as we like to say, Ritter the hitter. He went two for five with a double and an RBI. Carlos Carlos Cortez got back on the board again, two for four with a walk. Slash line is over at four. His slash line is currently... His slash line over 57 plate appearances. I'm just going to say his line, his thing, and then you follow up with the slash line. Okay. And Carlos Cortez... And Carlos Cortez Cortez went two for four with a walk. And Carlos Cortez went two for four with a walk.
1: Cortez has been on an absolute tear of late, Vito. I I mentioned him on Thursday night, and he kept it up over the weekend, including his performance on Saturday, his slash line over his last 13 games in 57 plate appearances, 455, 561 OBP, and a 682 slug. So he continues to get it done as he provides the Mets with, with many options that this uh, Syracuse Mets roster has. Guys hitting all over the place, just like Luke Ritter, Cortez also can play a variety of positions.
0: I feel like you were rubbing Thursday night in my face, John. That's what it felt like when you said I talked about this on Thursday night. Sorry, I wasn't, but... <laughs> Let's talk about Sunday, where the Syracuse Mets won 9-8 in walk-off fashion. Tomas Nito had four hits, including the big walk-off.
1: Nito with the big walk-off, a big day for him. Also a big day for Justin Jarvis. He made his organizational debut after the Mets acquired him from Arcana earlier this week. And Jarvis struck out three over three innings, so got his feet wet uh, with the Syracuse Mets on Sunday. Brandon McIlwain had a huge day for Syracuse on Sunday. He hit a grand slam. So McIlwain, since the promotion, of course, a lot of newcomers to the organization kind of sent ripples throughout. Guys getting promoted left and right. McElwain was one of those players. He now has two homers since joining Syracuse. He's six for 18, more walks than strikeouts. He has a small sample, but still something to note because McIlwain Vito is a guy we've talked about a lot since we started doing this podcast. As a guy who has always hit the ball hard, is a great athlete. We talked with Drew Toussaint about him, former college quarterback, but it was really about laying off the balls and identifying pitches in the strike zone to hit. And McElwain seems to have figured that out at a tougher level so McElwain. he also made a great catch over the weekend want to want to mention that McElwain,
0: very promising outfielder and he seems to finally be putting it all together at the plate yeah john that's a great point and that conversation we have with drew trusant on tuesday where brandon McElwain comes up is a really great thing you guys will enjoy that uh let's talk about the binghamton rumble ponies this weekend and it's not an episode of future of flushing if a game did not get suspended Friday night, Binghamton Rumble Ponies did get suspended, but they completed it Saturday in a 4-1 win. Luis Moreno started through two scoreless innings before the rain came and suspended that game. JT Schwartz had a walk and a hit. Wilkin Ramos tossed a scoreless innings, making it four scoreless appearances since his promotion to A. And Jalen Palmer with an impressive four walks in that win. Yeah, Palmer, one of the fastest guys
1: in the organization. And if he can find ways to consistently get on base... He's going to be a very he is a very very useful ball player like Carlos Cortez like Luke Ritter he can play the infield and the outfield so you love that but Palmer watching four walks go by a great night or a great day I should say since this game was technically finished on Saturday also a shame that the weather knocked Luis Moreno out he seemed to be cruising but obviously did not pick it up on Saturday um, after the rain delay on Friday night.
0: Saturday game two, a thrilling 4-3 walk-off win for the Rumble Ponies. Luis Angel Acuna with a walk-off fielder's choice. He also had a hit, two walks, and a steal. So he's off to a really solid start in his debut week for the New York Mets.
1: Yeah, Vito, this was a big night for all the newcomers. Acuna, Drew Gilbert, and Jeremiah Jackson, they all had RBIs in this game for the Rumble Ponies who stayed hot with this win for Gilbert. He was two for four with a triple. But really the biggest story here in game two, if you would of this pseudo doubleheader, was Christian Scott, who made the start for the Rumble Ponies. It was, it was a seven-inning game, so I'm going to tell you his line. And that was 11 strikeouts over four and two-thirds innings of work. But those four and two-thirds innings of work are technically more work than if this was a nine-inning game. He essentially completed almost two-thirds of the game. So Scott, including those 11 strikeouts, Gives him 64 strikeouts to eight walks in nine minor league starts. That is a strikeout to walk ratio of exactly eight strikeouts for every one walk, which doesn't make sense. And now, amongst all pitchers in the Eastern League with at least 50 innings of work, it's over 100 guys, Scott has the best strikeout minus walk ratio in the league. It's even better than Mike Vassell's. Mike Vassels was 24.9, and we raved about that for a while. Scott's differential, the delta there, 28.7. So Scott has been phenomenal since his promotion to Binghamton. Another great outing for Christian Scott on Saturday.
0: John, if I said great Scott, would you know what I was referencing?
1: <sighs> I've definitely heard that expression. Was that used in Anchorman, that that line or am i totally off it it could have been
0: it maybe it might have been but it is not from it's from like a very very famous movie that i'm like almost 99 percent sure you haven't seen well that's that's most movies what movie i'll give you one more hint okay i could also quote this movie if like a pitcher had a very impressive 88 mile per hour pitch
1: rookie of the year I'm kidding. I know. I'm kidding. I know. It's not that. <laughs> I don't know what.
0: Back to the Future. Ah, actually, there's a, there was a marathon
1: say. today on TBS. I'm not kidding. A Back to the Future marathon. I was and at the gym. About your way. What's that?
0: Oh, okay. You were at the gym. Okay, that. Makes I sense. was at the gym
1: and I saw it. I, I was watching it with no volume. I have no idea which one it was, but
0: anyway, it was John, on. So if,
1: you, if you caught it, good for you.
0: Do you ever look up? while you're at the gym and you see an episode of charmed that's like on mute and you wonder if you have like an old workout buddy who's at a different gym also seeing a rerun of charmed on mute
1: i've never thought i've never had that but it sounds like you have i, I feel like do you
0: is charm not every gym i've been to tnt is always on and charmed is always on in the mornings at the gym i haven't seen it all right man well i've seen it all right well i mean it's a weird time to say this, but Mateo Gill, you know, he also went three for four with a double on. It was a weird time to say that. Yeah, and I, I, I kind of wanted to, to make that. it weird. I kind of wanted to make it weird and say, yeah. Mateo Gill went three for four with right. a double. But let's move on to Sunday at this point. John doesn't watch anything that I watch. And it really that's a that's a beige flag for me. I watched the Beanie Baby movie, by the way. Did you watch that? I didn't know that that existed.
1: Yeah, it's like uh, it's a real movie. Uh, about the Beanie Baby craze and kind of the company tie. Oh, John, Apple, yeah, I've seen that. Apple. I thought
0: the way you said that, that's the documentary, the way you said no, that. No, not a
1: documentary. Was... It's a real movie with actors.
0: The Beanie Baby movie?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, what's it called? It's on Apple TV. So what's it called? The Beanie Bubble is what it's called. Hey, Go man, check, I'll it check it out. check that out. Good, oh, Zach
0: Galifianakis, what?
1: I think he was, uh, what, well, producer, director of it. Yeah, he was involved in the, the creation of it. Dude,
0: thanks. I'm gonna check this out. This is no, you know this has never happened before. This is in our in John and I's entire friendship. He has never once told me about a movie that I did not know about. So this is this is electric. I can't wait. I can't wait till I tell John about a stat one day he didn't know about.
1: Me too. <laughs> I look forward to that.
0: <laughs> John's like, not even a chance. Uh let's hit Sunday night real quick before we move over to Brooklyn. Sunday night, the Rumble ponies lost 8-4. Drew Gilbert, two for three with an RBI. He's 4-11 since joining four, the Mets organization. 4-11. Four, 4-11. Four, 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 yeah. He's 4-11 for 11 since joining the Mets organization. Jeremiah Jackson walked and stole a base. And Acuna extends his hitting streak to five games. So really, just a nice weekend for these new Mets.
1: Yeah, newcomers all over the place thriving so far with the new organization. So you love to see that. A big weekend for the Rumble Ponies. Unfortunately, they cap it off with the loss on Sunday. But Binghamton is playing good ball. They've got so much talent. That team is brimming with talent right now. So you'd love to see it in a big week coming up for the Rumble Ponies.
0: Brooklyn Cyclones played the Jersey Shore Blue Claws. Uh, The reason that John sounds a little tired is he was over at bed all weekend just having a great time going to Secrets, just like raging his face off.
1: Secrets is in Maryland, my friend.
0: Isn't there a secrets in Seaside also? I know secrets is in. I know the oh, big no. secrets where you sit in the water, like they have in like Ocean people City. come up to yeah, Ocean in City. Ocean City. But I thought there was also a secrets in Jersey Shore. I don't know. I'm that would from bother Manhattan. me,
1: honestly. There should only be there should only be one secrets.
0: You're right. There should only be one. There's secret. only one
1: secrets in my heart. I'll put it that way.
0: <laughs> the Brooklyn Cyclones lost six three Friday night. Stanley con Stanley Consuegra went two for four with a homer. It's his second straight game with a home run. And, John, I don't know if you know this about me. I just love saying the name Stanley Consuegra. It's a good name,
1: and Stanley's swinging a good bat. He's been heating up, so good to see that power from Stanley on Friday night. That homer also gives Consuegra 13 on the season, a guy who got off to an injured start to the year. The 13 homers match his season high, so any day now he'll be setting a new career high. on Saturday. Cyclones lost 3-0, but Cameron Foster turned in another good outing for Brooklyn. He threw six and a third innings, allowed just one earned run, struck out six with just two walks. So Foster now, over his last nine games, has a 3.05 ERA, one of the big names in that Cyclones rotation right now. Of course, Blake Tidwell, Christian Scott, Tyler Stewart have all been promoted since the start of the season. But Foster still holding it down. One other note from this game, William Malugo, Billy Barrels went two for
0: four for the Cyclones. Now we move on to Sunday, Vito. And Sunday night was Jet Williams' day over in Jersey Shore. Jet Williams went two for two with a walk and a stolen base. And in his six games with the Cyclones, that's a 538 on base percentage. The kid just loves to be around half. Loves? What would you just say? The kid just loves to be around half around what half path? half oh
1: around half like his on base percentage half half the time I first said at first I thought you said the path I was like I don't think Jet Williams is taking the path
0: you know what this went from something that was going to be cut to something that's staying in the podcast
1: yeah <laughs> we should ask Jet Williams next time we talk to him you ever taken the path I know a path uh <laughs> someone that works with the path it's very, very reliable service. But, yes, Jet Williams, he loves being on the base paths. How about there that? Go. There yeah. you go. Always on base. So, Jet Williams stays hot, continues to just – man, it's it's fun watching him. It's fun just just knowing that he is a member of this Mets organization. That's what's fun. He is, he is something else. All right, Vito, let's move on to the St. Lucie Mets and what they did over the weekend. And it was a good start to the weekend for St. Lucie, an 8-2 win on Friday against Daytona. A couple homers, Carlos Dominguez, Daryl Martinez, and Landon Marceau had a good start. He allowed just one run over three innings of work. Marceau, one of the two arms acquired by the Mets in the Eduardo Escobar deal about six weeks ago now.
0: And I'm glad this series is over because I do not like saying the name Daytona Tortugas. I dislike the name Daytona Tortugas as much as I love the name Stanley Consuegra. Saturday, they lost to those Turtlemen, 6-0. Saul Garcia started and struck out six hitters in four innings. And then Sunday night, team also lost, but Nick Morbido went three for five. And that's an 840 OPS in five games in the Florida State League.
1: Yeah, Morabito continues to play well, like Jet Williams. The promotion not proving to to cause too much trouble. Morabito's been thriving. Jet Williams has been thriving. So many exciting young infield prospects across the organization. Morabito
0: and Jet Williams, two of the many. Now it's time to talk about those FCL Mets where I used this term last week. It's a perfect time to use it again. It was a debutante ball of Mets new talent. And you know what? John said to an office full of people this week that I like to repeat jokes and you know what? I do. And those I, know men, do. I, do. I know you do. I do. You do. Know yes, I do. You know what? If I like it, I'll do it again. The yes, debut ball, where and a number of draftees made their debuts, including Colin Houck, Boston Barrow, AJ Ewing, Kellum Clark. But that game on Friday night was suspended because it's Florida and it's the Mets player development system, and nothing. We can never have anything in games; always get suspended.
1: They do get suspended. That one not completed. So unfortunately, these guys' first career uh, professional game still has not ended yet. But I want to just go back real quick to one thing that you were just saying, Vito. What Vito does is if he makes the joke and he gets good feedback from him, and he's definitely taking that to another crowd, and if he gets bad feedback on it, he's probably going to ask another crowd, hey, what do you think of this one? A little weather ballooning, trying to see if he can get a little bit of a thumbs-up justification from a different crowd, and then if he gets that, He's taking it to a third crowd and putting it back into play. So that's that's the circle of life with a veto joke.
0: John's right. See, I don't reuse the same joke with the same people because that's lame and hack. Yeah. But if something works, I'm going to work the room with that thing. And that's how I put together a tight five in front of the office, everybody.
1: That's right. And uh, it's something that everyone should hear. Another thing everyone wants to hear is that Ronald Hernandez, one of the two prospects acquired in the David Robertson drill, uh, drill deal, I don't know how I combine. I don't know what words I just combined. But then David Robertson deal, Marco Vargas, the other Hernandez had his first organizational home run on in that game that was not completed. So when that game is finally completed, there will be a one next to his name in the Mets organization. And another note, Matt Rudick, he played in a rehab game as he continues to work his way back. He's just another one of the many talented players that will be a part of that Rumble Ponies uh,
0: roster down the stretch of the rumble ponies veto they're making a playoff push here matt rudick is definitely somebody who would help that binghamton rumble ponies playoff push i mean wow binghamton the ponies rumble playoff, playoff, playoff push. push man and i breeze through that a new definition of pushing p it looks like t's i struggle with but p's i'm just fine with let's talk about saddle push. Let's, let's go let's talk saddle, about saddle
1: up baby get in the saddle this episode is. Unhinged.
0: This episode's <laughs> unhinged and off the rails. There's been like five times we definitely could have just like taken a break and restarted, but we both just powered through and said, screw it. Yeehaw. The people Saturday, the FCL Mets won 6 3 versus the FCL Marlins. Boston Barrow doubled. Houck walked. Willie Fanyas went 2 for 5 with three RBIs. And Ernesto Mercedes struck out 5 over 4 innings pitch with just one hit allowed. And John, why don't you tell everybody a little bit more about Ernesto?
1: Oh, Ernesto can drive my car, baby. That's a, that's a car. It's a pun joke is Mercedes. Mercedes in his last five appearances, <laughs> a 174 ERA. He has allowed just one extra base hit in 10 and a third innings of work. So avoiding hard contact is Ernesto Mercedes, one of the many exciting young arms that the FCL Mets have. There's a reason the FCL Mets have as good of a record as they have. Now let's mosey Vito's term on down to the DSL. We don't mosey DSL. down
0: to the DSL moseying on down to the dsl we mosey go- to florida that's always been the thing we mosey to psl oh what do we do what, do we do, to, think what we, do we do i think we journey to dsl oh we, we, we might or journey. take a trip i think or we take a trip to the dsl
1: well jeremy rodriguez took a trip to third base on Ooh, friday you like that one he tripled the uh player acquired by the mets in the tommy fam deal with arizona so rodriguez a bonus baby as we mentioned a top 50 international prospect in the 2023 signing class he triples he also doubled so he's had a a really nice start to his time in the mets organization uh dsl orange lost that game seven two against the rays and dsl blue their game got suspended due to lightning on friday was completed on saturday amounted to an 8-1 loss i'm just going to round this out Vito, to take us home on saturday dsl blue they lost 10-5 in their scheduled game and DSL Orange fell to the Yankees. And that, veto. let me check, 25 minutes or so? I think that this was a more efficient way of doing things.
0: I do, too. And we still had fun. Like, you know, usually these weekend recaps, we don't get to do too much banter because there's so much information to get to. And I enjoyed this, man. I mean, even if it was a little bit off the rails. I think it was on
1: the rails. Now we have a slogan, the Pony Playoff Push. I think, uh, I think everything's
0: coming together nicely. And you know what? If you guys agree, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at MetsPlayerDev, and we'll see you all in the future. Definitely check that Drew Toussaint
1: interview out. Give us your feedback. Enjoy it. Enjoy your morning, and we'll talk to you again on uh, Tuesday night. Enjoy the stock music.